Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming Hello and welcome. This is now the second official episode of It Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre, the Shrek podcast we have. We can't say it's the only one because I'm pretty sure there's more than one, but hey, it's the only one you need to listen to, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that is my co-host, Matt Serafini. How are you doing, Matt? I'm good, Will. How are you? I'm okay. I just watched Shrek for the second time in 2017, and you know, that's all you need. Yeah, what a coincidence. The world's ablaze. Politics are insane. People. We've got executive orders out the wazoo. Yeah, but we got (laughs) Shrek. We got Shrek. And we're going to do a little... This one's going to be a little different. Uh, For one, we are all in different states. Uh, That's true, we are. Uh, I am still in Pittsburgh, but Matt, he went back to California. So we are on... Two different sides of the country right now. Correct. So, yeah. And we also have our very... What's that? Uh, I was just saying we're doing this over the internet now, so that's fun. Yeah, that's true, that's true. We're no longer (laughs) just the two of us staring at each other, so I can no longer punch him if I feel the need. Right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is Not so that awkward, I was going right? to before. <laughs> go, go ahead and introduce our guest, Will. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was going to say, we have our first guest uh, ever on the podcast, and that is our good friend, Ryan Gabos. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, how you doing? I'm great, I'm great. It's an absolute honor to be the first guest on It Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre. Well, we <laughs> love having you on. Ryan is our good friend from school, and Ryan is also a musician. Should we... Tell, so should we say your secret identity? Oh sure, I can I can plug it if you want it to be. Yeah, plugged, go ahead. Do it right now before I forget. If you happen to be in the percentage of the percentile that listens to this podcast and also likes mopey acoustic sad boy music, uh, you can find me at sotovocemusic.bandcamp.com. So, I think there's overlap. There's overlap there for sure. Yeah. Um, also, as a musician, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you once perform a concert in character as Shrek? Wow. I didn't even... I you know what's that. strange is I didn't even think of that the entire time I just watched this movie. I, we all pretty much... That was all I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did. I, I wasn't even there. <laughs> I just know yeah, that I wasn't, concert happened. I, wasn't at, I just heard about it. Yeah, um... I yeah I played bass in uh, I don't know if we had a name or anything but we it was at a it was at a charity it was at a local charity event in in, in at Ohio University where we uh, played in a band um, uh, that consisted we our set list was only songs that appear in, in the Shrek soundtrack and I played <laughs> bass and it was awesome I also painted my face I went all out I painted my face green mm-hmm. I borrowed uh, my friend Tyler's Shrek costume, so I was I was pretty decked out. Nice. I just like the idea that, you, that your friend Tyler had a Shrek costume just lying around. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
I think as the as Shrek's presence online grows, you know, with more fervor every day, I think it's less uh, that's, pre- that's preposterous. True. I think I think the more Shrek uh, ephemera that's found around the house is is kind of you know I think it's more it common. It's becoming more and more yeah, natural. Yeah. So yeah. you said you played songs only found in Shrek. That's the first movie, right? I okay, so I, we did. Yeah, I believe it was only the first movie because we did uh, the Eels song, "My My Beloved Monster and Me," which yep. plays when they're walking with the balloons, the 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 reptilian balloons. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. And then we did uh, "Bad." I don't give a damn about my bad reputation. Joan Jett. Joan Jett. When they're fighting right, right. in the yes, you know. Yes. Uh, and then. Oh well, All Star, of course. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. That's what we closed on, which is the the opening credits. Um, which, by the way, I want to say, um, and I, you know, I listened to a bit of the first episode of your podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, I also, I totally agree with you guys. Like, this is a movie that the rhythms are just like everything, and the, this movie is embedded in my soul. Uh, I've mm-hmm. seen it so many times. <laughs> I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, seen, it's weird. It's strange how well I... Because, and I'll be honest, I there was a part of me for several hours today that thought, I might just not watch this movie and, and pretend <laughs> yeah. that I... I was thinking of the same thing. <laughs> I was thinking, I might just pretend that I did, because I know it so well. Um, but right. I did. Right. But I did. And I'll tell you what, I noticed something that I've never noticed before. What's in that? the very beginning, uh, once upon a time, when he's with a, mm-hmm. you know the the storybook, and he's sure. like, ah, that's a bunch of hooey, whatever, and he rips the page yeah, out. Yeah. I've never right. realized, I've never put it together that he rips that page out to use it as toilet paper. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I've never put that together. Huh? I realized that, like, that I definitely didn't realize that ten years ago. Like, that was within the past few years that I caught yeah. that. I'm enlightened like, now. Like, <laughs> Hmm. I, that's interesting. I I know like, that that's ever gonna happen. <laughs> I didn't think that was a mystery, but I mean, I could see because they don't show it. Yeah. That's is sort of suggested because there's it, no, just, it stick's to his foot. There's no graphic depiction of his butt right. being wiped. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was in the director's cut. <laughs> maybe it got it got there, cut possibly. <laughs> there is a graphic depiction of his ass being. That's true. Used, that's true. And and his ass. Yeah, and his yeah, ass. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> he has uh, to save it. Uh, he's got to save yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something. Yeah. I I also noticed something new this time when I watched it, which is that... Um, Shrek's an ogre? Oh, oh no. Uh, Shrek... That's where the name of the podcast and, uh, comes from. <laughs> that's right. Uh, no, but Shrek and apparently his clothes are fireproof. Yeah. Um, because there is a... Like, I don't know if it's a joke or a misdirect or what, but when, like, he's going to save Donkey, whatever, with the dragon, when the dragon first appears and is breathing fire, Donkey gets out of the way and it, like, shows Shrek, and he clearly gets hit by all the flames, like, right in the face, and then he just shows up and he has some ash on his face, but otherwise no damage whatsoever. You guys want to hear a really random thought I had today? Absolutely. So I was thinking about the Fantastic Four movies. Nice. And um, I was thinking about it, and... There's no reason why Johnny should have hair. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would just burn <laughs> off, right? Because he catches on fire. Yeah, that's... So that's one thing I respect about Suicide Squad is that what Diablo doesn't have hair because he's on fire the whole time. So I was this like... Has, 
Is that his name, Diablo? That is yes. I think and that so. is also the one thing I respect about Suicide Squad. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the only thing. <laughs> that was just a thought I had today. I was like, huh. Yeah, Johnny should I not guess, have I guess hair. That's related because he would be uh, on fire. Well, yeah, because even he like has a beard sometimes too. Right. Like, even even Michael B. Jordan's Johnny Storm has a goatee at the end of the movie. Yeah, he grew hair somehow. He grew. Yeah. <laughs> But nowhere he, else in the movie. And he became a new character by the end of the movie. <laughs> when he turns into a different person. <laughs> uh, That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> I can't remember any lines from the movie, so I just... I just actually watched the Half in the Bag review of that. The other oh, really? Day. Yeah. That's nice. The line, yeah. and I know that I risk uh, talking about the new Fantastic Four a little bit more than we've discussed Shrek this far in the podcast, but there that's is... Fine. There, that's fine, that's <laughs> fine. There is... Believe us, we, last time we just talked about spirit most of the time, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <clears throat> the one line I think I do remember is because, you know, uh, they turned the thing into a uh, broken home... Uh, emo soft boy. Oh, oh, uh, this, I know, this is gonna it's clobbering time. It's clobbering time, and by that I mean the reference to my childhood abuse. But uh, that was Tom Hanks' son. That was Colin Hanks. No, the the dumb Hanks, the one that's like a oh. want to be rapper. Yeah, wait, really? Yeah, no, that was, that's that's actually Tom Hanks' son. I, I just can't think of his name. It's oh, I didn't know. I want to call him. Wow, it's something with a C. It's it, it's also a C, but I forget. It's a dumb name. We'll call him Cheeto Hanks. <laughs> Cheeto Hanks. Flaming hot Cheeto uh, Hanks. Uh, that, if he were yeah. Johnny Blaze, he'd be flaming hot Cheeto Hanks. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, yeah. My uh, the the best part of not the best like the best and worst part because when I watched the new Fantastic Four, I hate watched it. Um, yeah. You're familiar sure. with the phenomenon, and uh, I um, the at the end when they get their new lab facility. And uh, they're they're gazing upon it, and the thing kind of just shrugs it off and says, "Oh yeah, it's pretty fantastic," <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. imbuing them with their <laughs> team name. And uh, Miles Teller is like, "Wait, what did you say?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm just saying it's fantastic." But it's like the saddest. It's like how I would describe ice cream if I were like having like a like a sad night to myself, and I just yeah. needed a pint. And I was like, yeah, well, at least this ice fantastic. cream is really good. It's fa- oh, it's fantastic. And that's how they get their name. Yeah, it's it's like very sarcastic. Yeah, they should have been the sarcastic four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do like your joke that you made back in the day, Matt, where it, it would have been funny if, after you said that, like, um, Mr. Fantastic was just like, I got it. And I just said the terrific Fantastic Four. <laughs> or terrific, sorry, terrific four. Like it's a, like... Yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines, yeah. The so, yeah. Um, the Incredible Four. So, Ryan, I'm glad that you also liked this movie. Yeah. And you didn't, you didn't hate watch this one. No, 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 no. I never... No, and that's the thing, is because I part of the reason that I... I'll be I'll be I'll be crystal crystal clear. I'll be transparent with you. The, part of the reason I didn't Good. Uh, shirk this movie was because, you know, I knew if I put this movie on, even though I've seen it one hundred and seventy six times to date. Oh wow, you know, 
No, I have I have a separate letterboxed account just to keep track of how many times I've actually watched Shrek. As one does. As one does. It's my it's you know my green profile. Um, right. right. But of course. Um, but no, I knew that part of the struggle is that if I pop that DVD in, I know that I am gonna focus on the movie. Like it's it's mm-hmm. Shrek is a you know I I find I found myself comparing it to like The Godfather. Like it every beat. <laughs> Not that it, you know, story structure-wise or anything, but, I mean, Shrek is really a perfect movie. And uh, I think what reminds me about uh, The Godfather is that it's kind of one of those questions of what's better, one or two, uh, mm-hmm. which we can get into, uh, you know. But, uh, really, Shrek is... I don't... I'm not mad that I know every single step of, of the movie. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's really just perfect. I mean, the jokes are still very funny. I really, I got mm-hmm. tickled. I almost forgot, like, whenever they send Donkey to go find a, a flower just to distract him. That's very, mm-hmm. the colorblind thing, that's so funny. It's, yeah. it's yeah. all still. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colorblind. Yeah, it's all, it's all so good still. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, yeah, it's, uh, I was, I did not, I can't, I am not able to hate watch Shrek. It's just, it will sure. always be good. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because this is something I noticed when I watched it this time is I never really thought about the running time. I just would watch the movie, but I realized it's a perfect, like it's a tight 90 minute film. Like, yeah. And even though Shrek the Ogre is a kind of portly guy, the movie Shrek is, uh, you know, just like no fat is on that movie. It just, you know, like you said, bam, bam, bam. Like, eat, there's not a wasted moment. There's a lot of jokes. Yeah. There's no wasted moment in that film. That's yeah. I think that's something that the sequels suffer from, is that they kind of overdo it. They, like, add yeah, a bunch of jokes, and there's a bunch of, like, sight gags and all this, like, reaction shots, and that's where the Yeah, there's fat... not really any scenes in this movie that are like, okay, is this scene going to end anytime right. soon? But, Honestly, yeah. The closest, the closest thing to it, I would say, is the whole dragon sequence. Uh, which one? That's, that's, that's the only... When they're when they're fighting the dragon at the beginning, that's the only time in the movie I ever feel like I'm like I wish this scene would end. But like, okay, that's just a personal thing. I, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, I, I can see what you mean. But yeah, it just the movie. It just like bam, bam, bam. Like scene, mm-hmm. just like joke, bam. You know, so I, it just is an airtight. I movie. will say today I didn't notice. I didn't notice how long the scene was this time watching it. Well, that's good. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up, at least. And another was that I was thinking a lot about Mike Myers recently, and I <laughs> that's feel a great way to start a thought. And the main reason was because I was dog sitting for a friend of the family over the weekend, and I put on the TV, and Austin Powers, the first one, was on TV on Comedy Central, and I caught like the tail end of that movie, and. Right after that, I saw like maybe the first twenty twenty five minutes of Gold Member, because I guess Viacom doesn't own the rights to the Spy Shagney, <laughs> so it went from one to three, <laughs> one straight straight through. And I thought about this, and I think Mike Myers is really committed to lazy jokes. <laughs> like he puts everything into like this, like his characters. But a lot of times, the jokes that he's telling are just, like, kind of lazy jokes. Not in this movie, per se, but, like, in Austin Powers' Gold Member, like, he does, like, that whole, like, uh, Scotty Don't thing, and it's, like, a five-minute scene, and it's just, like, 
kind of one joke the whole time, but he just really could, like as as Doctor Evil, he just really commits to that. Like Scotty, don't like he does like a song. It just he commits so much to lazy jokes. I just find that kind of endearing about him. It's a uh, it's a way of putting. It. I lazy, maybe like yeah, because la- maybe cheap jokes. I wouldn't say easy jokes. No, I mean it's maybe juvenile jokes. Sure, that's yeah. I'd agree. I um, <clears throat> I sort of I'm I'm glad there are I'm glad there is at least Shrek two to confirm that donkey Shrek and, confirmed. What? Sorry, that's a uh, Shrek. I just realized that's an inside joke between Matt and I. Oh, well, so you would have no idea what that is. Jeepers! I didn't even hear what you said. I said Shrek right? confirmed. Shrek, Shrek confirmed. confirmed. <laughs> Is that like kill confirmed? Whatever. Or? To, to uh, explain that, uh, whenever Smash Bros, the the latest Smash Bros game oh, was coming okay. out, and they were announcing all the yes. characters, it was like, oh, this person is confirmed. <laughs> Somebody made a poster with all the characters, and if you look, like one of them was just Shrek, as if he'd be in the game. Yeah, like, Shrek confirmed <laughs> to be in Smash Bros. Um, uh, what's the sorry Shrek Two? Well, so Shrek Two is Shrek Two. Shrek 2, I think, is very, very good as well. Uh, if if mm-hmm. I think it's, if not as good as Shrek... Like, okay, I think it's maybe not as timeless as Shrek. Because I've definitely sure. seen it not as much. But Shrek 2 is really, really, really good. Now, uh, I'm, I'm glad that Shrek 2 exists because it puts to rest fears that I may have had of uh, Donkey and Dragon's relationship. Because whenever... It's he seems you know like he's donkey maybe seems like he's actually not about it at first, <laughs> and then he ends up. I think he's, You're then he ends up getting right. married. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it's like he you know it's like does he really you know because at first it's just a it's a Stockholm syndrome thing not really even it's just he's, right he's, you know it's it's a throwaway it's a, joke is the, oh the dragon yeah donkey. um. Oh, a girl, yeah, drag. girl drag. Yeah, he doesn't even know. Yeah. He does, he has no idea anything. It's all he's just he's just uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> but um, but he you know even when they are kind of an item, she's just like a ride to him. You know, it's like he he a means to an they end. Get a means <laughs> to an end, and and he even says, and this is a funny you know this is a funny line, but if you really think about the implication. What lies underneath is whenever they bust in to the chapel, and he says, yeah. "Nobody move! I have a dragon, and I'm not afraid to use it." I'm a donkey on the edge. I'm a donkey on the edge. That's uh, to use this woman that clearly loves to you. Use I mean, she's. It. I mean, she loves donkey, and he's oh, she's just this tool to him. Right. I don't know, but I'm glad. But I'm glad well, that they clearly, you know, by the end, and even in a little bit, it's cleared up in the, you know, he's a little bit more uh, by the karaoke dance party. There's there's a lot more yeah. affection that's shown, and definitely, of course, in the second movie when they announce that they have many uh, winged. Oh that's, oh, that's. I don't know if you remember. That's not how it quite. Like, he, they're not together at the beginning of Shrek Two. Oh yeah, that's right. Because like, somebody even asked, like, "Where's D- Dragon?" He goes, "She's been yeah, all yeah, movie yeah. lately," and it's because she's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, right. Which is revealed, I think, post credits. Uh, yeah, think uh, yeah, mid credits. Yeah, like mid. Yeah, mid-credits. the early. Yeah. yeah. So, 
That's true. But regardless, it's good to know that they... Yes, it confirms have, yeah, that he does love... Yeah, they have yeah. forged something and it's not just, oh, here's my joke the that jockeys. I have fly me around. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not afraid to yeah. use I mean, I'm it. glad Donkey is not abusive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Donkey would abuse a drag. I mean... If anything, I feel like the dragon would I'll abuse tell you where, I'll tell you how he would he would abuse her. Uh, right here, the heart. Uh, yeah. Cuts deeper than you. It doesn't matter how big or small you are. You can... Words hurt. Love is a powerful, powerful drug. Um, I, you know what I noticed this time is... is Donkey takes quite a beating in this movie. Uh, like, emotionally? Like, or just physically? You, you know, all of yeah. the above, I'd say... <laughs> Like, I mean, there was, Will sent me a Snapchat during the movie of whatever Donkey says, um, that cuts deep, yeah. Shrek, or whatever the like, line You cut is. me real deep, Shrek. <laughs> yeah, cut yeah, me yeah. real deep. Like, so he takes the emotional reading, but, like, there are a lot of parts where, like, Donkey is just getting hurt, and that's the butt of the joke. Like, one that stands out for me is during the, um, reptilian balloon animal sequence montage, um... There's like a tree that gets bent down and it like flings yeah. Donkey away, <laughs> yeah. and he just lands and like gets up and shakes it off, and it's like, I, so I guess Donkey is also indestructible. Yeah. The ass literally landed on his ass in that scene. <laughs> What's that? The ass literally landed on his ass in that scene. <laughs> there when you go. they're uh, trying uh, to see when they say, "Does any any objections?" and he's throwing them up to the window in the chapel. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, they already said yeah. it." And then he leaves, and he just. God, I mean, that's oh, for the love of several Pete! Several stories. He just falls down onto some concrete. <laughs> that was—he really does take a beating. I mean, even yeah, the turnstile, yeah. I mean, lot is giving it to him. <laughs> the turn, yeah. He should have. <laughs> he should have broken his back from that type of fall. Yeah, like, he would not. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like the length and the like speed that he went down, it would not. He he would be. He'd have a limp. I'd say. Mm. At least. <laughs> yeah. his tails so up gets on fire at one point his uh he gets abandoned by his owner oh okay that's another thing that i realized uh, uh, that scene okay why is there a meeting happening in literally the middle of the forest like it's not even like a like there's a small clearing mm-hmm. but like they're they don't establish that as being close to Duloc or anything like it's just in the center of the forest that all of these people are getting sold well did he want to do it away from the citizens of Duloc, like kind of on the side? Maybe, but even still, it's a random place. It is like, a random. No, I agree. Fields. It is a random place, <laughs> and it's really just an excuse for Donkey to meet Shrek. Yeah. So, I have no thoughts because on the he because <laughs> he's putting because Shrek is putting up his like, "Hey, I'm an ogre. Don't mess with my house" signs, and he's kind of in the middle of all the other signs where they're looking for the woodland creatures so he's i think maybe putting down like the woodland creature sign because he picks up the sign that says woodland creatures and he's putting up the other ones that he has on his uh tree so maybe he's just replacing the signs and that's what drew him to yeah because that's what that's what he's 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 hanging up a sign whenever dark runs into him that's what i mean yeah i don't know i don't know but i might be reading into that one too much Yeah. yeah It is odd that they would be in the middle of the woods. Yeah. It is. Like the nights and everything. Right. Yeah, like how do you find it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meet at this yeah. tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, because you're, they're like summoned there too, like because they're being sold. That's true. That is a little fishy. 
<laughs> I mean, I just think that uh, Farquaad's not not a good guy. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He's selfish. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a bad, bad guy. guy. Narcissistic. He's there crazy. are clearly, maybe not in the vicinity uh, of what? What is the location? Like, it's not Middle Earth or whatever, but is it? It's, storybook yeah, okay. yeah, it's like Renaissance um, storybook. Yeah, so like, like I would say Renaissance time. There are zebra present in this juncture because Farquaad's comforter is zebra <laughs> skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> I never caught that either. There you go. So. We're figuring out a yeah. whole lot of new things. That's, yeah. If anything, of, of the 12 episodes this year, if I can contribute anything, I want to be the one that helps you get as close as you can to cracking the code to Shrek. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know. There's got to be something there. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, the movie just has so many layers and so dense. Oh, there's the layers joke. What did you say, Matt? I said there's the layers joke. Yeah. Is there going to be a layers joke every episode? I don't know. We didn't make a first one. We didn't make one in the first one. Maybe not. I do think it's odd that the honest trailer I should mention for Shrek came out in between these episodes. Yeah. And I don't know. Overall, I thought the honest trailer was okay. I thought they made a lot of like jokes that were already made, basically. So it was just kind of repeating the obvious at this point. But one yeah. thing they did bring up, and it's something I kind of alluded to, or maybe you kind of alluded to, is that some of the animation, it seems like it's oddly, like, not finished rendered. Or, like, well, that's just, yeah, yeah, they, they, I noted that. Yeah, I that's what, yeah, it. so you mentioned it. And I think for most, like, maybe there's, like, a little bit of dead in the eye, a couple of shots, but for the most part, I don't think it's that bad. But the yeah. one scene where I feel it's really noticeable is the fee- the scene where they're in the sunflower seats. Yeah. Field, or where the, Yeah. I think that's where you kind of see it the most, which is weird because, I mean, that is the, like, one of the most poignant scenes in the film where he's talking about layers and onions, and it's, like, yeah. probably the best written scene in the film, but it's also, like, the worst animated scene in the film. Is it because the flowers are so yeah. stiff, or what? No, it's just, like, when you look at their eyes, like, he just, something, like, they just don't... So uh, it looks like it's made of plastic. So you think yeah. it's in so I'm wondering if, Donkey that's that that's what look looks bad. Yeah, uh, no, I, I'm, it's nothing with the okay. background. I think it's something with the, like, I mean, mm-hmm. if I had a visual display, I could point yeah. it out, but it just, something, when I, every time I see that scene, I just, something just seems mm-hmm. off, and I figured out that it's probably the rendering. So I'm guessing that might have been, like, because I know this movie had a very troublesome production, mm-hmm. and in addition to, like, their main voice actor, yeah. Chris Farley, dying, and, you know, they, they kind of were figuring out the script as they went along. I was wondering, you think that was, like, the last scene they wrote to kind of tie the whole thing together? And then they just kind of brought, like... Because, obviously, Eddie Murphy was impri- improvising a lot, so he probably came around the studio a couple of times. So I'm wondering... Because he mentions Onions once after that, or The Layers mm-hmm. once. So I'm wondering if that was, like, the last written scene, and they just had him, when he was doing one of his improv sets, come in and say The Layers mm-hmm. line. And if that's the reason why that scene's kind of the weirdest or the worst edited or the worst animated scene. So I don't know. I never really know because the thing is, the animation on Shrek doesn't really age that poorly. 
Like on the whole, yeah, no, I, I think he looks great. Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm just what I'm saying is, is it is it does obviously age and it is noticeably like worse animation than anything that's coming out today. But um, it works because the whole movie looks that way. Right. It's like Toy so, Story One. Yeah. Like, there's nothing jarring about the animation. Yeah, I mean, you were saying this last time, like, to no matter how much the animation ages or doesn't, the story is good enough and the jokes are strong enough that it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It's not like Food Fight where it's just everything is awful from the animation to... I still need to see that. ...the story. It's... You've never no, seen I Food need, Fight? I need to. No, I've never seen it either. Oh, really? I, I have not. It, I... It's a movie I want everyone to see, and I don't wish it upon my worst enemy at right. the same time. I, I voluntarily... it's honestly one of the worst movies. <laughs> yeah, I, I voluntarily want to see it. I, I know what I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's on YouTube or something. <clears throat> it's just an all-around terrible movie. Yeah. And I, I, I actually don't know too much. What exactly is that? Food Fight? Like, I've heard you mention it before, but I, I okay. don't really know too much about it. Yeah, this is, this is worth talking about. Um, so, essentially, there was this movie that they made... For various reasons, marketing-wise, but essentially, they had the license rights to a bunch of food and non-food products. So, they had, like, the um, Chicken of the Sea logo, the fish. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Mr. Clean for some reason. Uh, Who's they? The producers. Hollywood. Okay. I don't know their names. I... The Hollywood yeah. elite. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. The Illuminati. <laughs> sure. Yes. So they had, um, if you just name a bunch of food logos, I'm sure. I believe there's a York Peppermint Patty. The Jolly Green Giant? What's that? Jolly Green Giant? Yeah, he is in it. Um, So essentially... Chef Boyardee? What's that? Chef Boyardee? He might be. I I don't remember for sure, but I think he is in it. He actually may not. I don't really feel like revisiting the movie to find out. Sure. Um, Yeah, so they had the rights to all these characters. And they were going for... Essentially what Toy Story had, where they had the license to a bunch of different toy things, but there would be supporting characters in this universe where food comes to life, and there's this inner world, and a marketing store, and they're going for... Because the movie was initially conceived around 2000, 2001, so it was around the time Shrek came out, the first one. And they're going for the raunchiness of Shrek with the world building of Toy Story. And they just didn't get either of them right. (laughs) Because the movie is, like, the whole movie is very hyper-sexualized. Mm. But, like, like um, I mean, I, I this is a kid podcast or a family, family podcast, so I can't even quote <laughs> this PG-rated film. <laughs> uh, but essentially, when did this come out? Like, was this well, in it theaters? Was, like I say, so, so here's the thing. It took about 15 years for this movie to get made. Oh, my God. They... Started to make it in, like, early 2000s. Kind of the same with uh, Delgo, if you remember Delgo. Sure. They were going to make this movie in, like, 2000, and then, literally, they had the film stolen from them. Like, the files that they did, they got stolen. And they were what? like... They had their movie stolen, or... They, they lost the movie. And they're okay. like, crap. We don't have a movie anymore. But they're like, we already spent... Because the movie cost, like, $70 million to make... Oh They're like, God. we already spent $40 million, so we can't, like, we can't produce nothing. We have to do something. So they basically made the movie look worse because they had to do it all over again. And so 
they have this weird thing, and there's always Nazis in the movie. Like, the, the villains basically are Nazis. And it's wow. this woman that, I don't know, I mean, I could do all this whole thing into food fight. It's all right, but, just, just, yeah. just wrap it up. What, what, so, so it's a movie that came out in what year? And, oh, it came out in 2013. And it's just really bad. It's horrendously awful. And was it direct to DVD or? Uh, in the U.S., yes. It came out in some European theaters, I think. Huh. And it cost $70 million to make. <laughs> Unbelievable. With Charlie Sheen, uh, what's her name? Lisa McC- Haley Duff, or Hilary Duff. Uh, Wayne Brady is the sidekick. He's basically Donkey in this movie. And he just basically <laughs> wants to have intercourse with a, all these different women. And then there's a gay bat voice by William Shatner. <laughs> Wow, I, I feel I, like I need to see this. It is like it hurt my soul to see this movie, and it hurt my eyes because it just—it's really one of the ugliest movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Emotionally, psychologically, it is just an ugly movie. Okay, better or worse than not cool? Oof. Still got to see that. <laughs> uh, see, here's the thing. Also on YouTube, right? Food Fight was my. Isn't I'm not sorry, cool what? also available on YouTube? I think it's uh, on well, it's made by a YouTube guy, but I think you have to sure. buy it. No, I think it's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Oh, yeah, it is, because both of them are. That one and uh, Holidaysburg are both on Netflix, because there was some deal with stars, because they were both part of the chair. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, Food Fight was my worst, favorite, was my worst movie of 2013, and Not Cool was right. my least favorite of 2014. But That's if, right, I remember that. If I had to pick... It would, I don't know. It had to be some like coliseum fight, to the <laughs> and I don't know. I would honestly say food fights worse. Nice. And just because, like, I I don't want to rewatch. Not cool, but I'm assuming there's at least like one nice shot in that movie because it was a real movie. Like they they used live action. I'm sure. Yeah. They got like a nice shot somewhere. Something in it is actually authentic and beautiful. I remember there was an okay scene where they're at, at Heinz Field. Yeah. Literally nothing in Food Fight is good. Like, everything was made in a computer, and nothing looks nice. Nothing is real. The voice acting. They, I, I honestly think Charlie Sheen recorded, like, um... Who does Charlie Sheen play? The main character. Well, who's the main character? Dog Detective. God. Who? I don't remember his name. He's is a dog detective. He's a detective a and he's a dog. Scruff, Scruff okay. McGruff? Basically, if you've ever seen Casablanca. Scruff McGruff. Yeah. Wait, Scruff wait, what McGruff, you the crime dog. Yeah. It's like him. Like, imagine Scruff Mc, uh What's his name? Scruff McGruff. Scruff McGruff. McGruff. If, he, if he became Humphrey Gogart in Casablanca. Uh, and that's that, Charlie Sheen's character. Yeah, that's Charlie Sheen's character. <laughs> And he basically recorded every scene in the bathroom <laughs> while he was yeah. doing drugs. Oh Man. my god! Now I'm just excited to watch that. So, That's really, yeah. Yeah. Which order too. should I? Well, we're never gonna we're never gonna do food fight on this podcast, so you can watch it anytime you want. <laughs> oh, Which order okay. should I watch? Um, not cool. Uh, no, food not fight? cool and food fight. Which should I watch first? Not. Uh, I mean, you're not gonna watch these together, right? <laughs> I might. Maybe, yeah, hey, maybe. I'm a crazy <laughs> guy. All right, you're not going to be able to see. Ryan Gavis it's is a so wild and right. crazy guy. I'm on the edge. You can't see it because it's an 
Uh, you can see it, but the listeners can't. I'm going to give you a sign of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> May God have mercy on your soul. I um, would say watch from the order they came out, you know, so go food fight and then okay. not cool. Although if you want to go from bad to worse, I kind of want to go from bad to cool worse. So I think I'll do not cool and food. Yeah, food. I think you might have like. I think you'd be more emotionally prepared for food fight if you watch a second because your soul would basically be taken out by not cool. So by the time you watch food fight, you'd just be a shell yeah. of a person, which is fitting because that's a shell of a movie. Cool. There you have it. That's great. So yeah. Is anyway, there, um, any, yeah. Anything else with Shrek that we want to talk about? Hmm. I did want. To, I don't think I mentioned this last time. But did you guys know at the time that Cameron Diaz was the most expensive voice cast or voice actor of all time? Like she was the most expensive no, I did voice not. actor. She got paid more than any other voice actor before oh, that. Wow. And I, I mean, I like all these. Like I like Eddie Murphy as Donkey. I like. Mike Myers as Shrek. Shrek. I like John, John Lithgow, but Cameron Diaz, I can kind of give or take. I think she's really good. I actually... I don't I think actually, she's bad. I just don't think she brings anything that anyone else uh, could I would disagree. In fact, I literally just said this, I think, two weeks ago. Um, uh, my roommates were watching Charlie's Angels, the movie. Uh, okay. Yeah, the Drew Barrymore Yeah, directed Luke. by Mick G. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, both? both of them. Full throttle as well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and Oh boy, full throttle with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> He's in that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, same year as Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. Uh, well, um, but I, I said that, because um, I was watching a bit of it with them, and I thought about how i don't really think cameron diaz is that great of an actress in general okay i was i was thinking about you know obviously charlie's angels just sucks but um yeah it's i was thinking movie. about um i was having a conversation with someone about scorsese and i was thinking about i was thinking about oh, Gang Gang New, York, New York, where she is one of the reasons i i have a really um it's a really strained relationship with that movie because i think so much of it is very good but then i think i also have problems with a bit of it as well and i think my main problem is cameron diaz i don't think she turns in a good i don't think she turns in a convincing performance uh i agree i think so and that might just be a thing of her not being able to do like dramatic work well i don't know because i i think she's really good in um being john uh, that's true that's true i really do like her in that movie she's great in that movie yeah, so I think I think she just need I don't know because like I would say she needs the right director, but you can't get better than Scorsese. And I so. yeah, so I mean, there's that. I think it's maybe just I don't know, but I did say, and this was a hasty <laughs> statement, but I did say the words. Um, I think her strong suit might be her voice acting, and that was little based alone on <laughs> Shrek. But I really do. I personally enjoy her as Fiona. I think she, I think she does just as good a job as, you know. It's weird because. I think it's more convincing whenever she's the ogre form of Fiona. I agree. Yeah. That's I agree. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because the human Fiona is lightly modeled after her. Right. But something maybe it's just the fact that the animation isn't doesn't age as well. But like it's like not as convincing because she's like a realistic looking character. But it like 
It might be the Uncanny Valley. I don't know. Well, here, I think I might actually have an answer for this. I think when she is Fiona the human, she basically talks like this the whole time. Like, she just basically is, like, yeah. sassy the whole time. Sure. Yeah. But when she's Fiona, she you get to see her empathy and you get to see her inner life. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that's really where you get to see the character flourish. And so that's where she, as an actress, can kind of expand. And maybe that's why she feels more, you know, odd. Even though she's an ogre, she feels more human as an that's, ogre. Yeah, that's so. You know, that actually... That's a good point. Ahead, I mean, she may have also directed herself to, to do that in the voice acting. Yeah. yeah. Possibly, so. yeah. I mean, I wasn't yeah. on set, I, so... You weren't? <laughs> I was not. As... You weren't on well, wait in a the second. world of Shrek. I, 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 I only... I signed up for this podcast assuming that you two had been in oh, from boy. the ground floor, so I... <laughs> okay. I, I have been caught I, red... I have been caught green-handed. I, <laughs> I don't know where Will okay, was, well, but good. I was on set for the whole movie. Oh, okay. Which is weird that I didn't know that he wasn't there. Well, we didn't know each other at the time. That's true. There we go. Good cover up of that plot hole. Um, <laughs> the uh, that actually reminds me of the Fiona talk of, of something that I noticed this time, which is that whenever they rescue Fiona, and she's like talking about how she expects this perfect uh, rescue, and I'm kind of wondering, like, well, like, what is that based on? Well, I think you the know? musical, oddly enough sets it up pretty well. But I agree uh, the movie she has doesn't. all the books. Well, and yeah, she kind of has that little subplot and she has that new musical number. But yeah, I agree the movie kind of just expects her to know this stuff already without any preconceived notions of what that would yeah. be. And I get like I get from like a storytelling point of yeah, view yeah. why it's like that. But it's it's one of those things where if you read into it and start pulling at the string mm-hmm. it kind of unravels like where did where did she get this idea of mm-hmm. this perfect fairy tale thing if they're if they're in the same world as yeah. these fairy how tales how should be getting you know, food they, in this castle with the dragon stores. well who's bringing i mean that too i think the sequel the sequel essentially established that her parents set that up for her but i agree in the first if you watch this movie alone that isn't really clear so yeah, yeah. at least like in rapunzel like you know you've got her foster entangled there's like mm-hmm. the foster mm-hmm. mom who brings the food yeah, yeah. Also, who cuts Fiona's hair? And who yeah. grooms her in general? How, how many well, times has that dress been washed? Or... Is there yeah. only one oh, dress? Yeah. It's... Uh, like, I, mean, I guess he does rescue her in a hasty measure, but like... I mean, it's also a good thing know. that she was basically prepared to be rescued, because like, what she was like in the bathroom? Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's possible that she heard the dragon, like, you know, getting ready, like... All the commotion. She was like, yeah. oh, that's, I guess the dragon yeah. leaves on her own accord once Fiona's gone. I mean, what what sort of instinct is there at play that dictates that she has to stay at that castle and guard the princess? This <laughs> she has again, the I know. Neck I, or no, she doesn't. No, no she doesn't. No, oh, yeah. Because they like actually they trap that comes the after. Yeah, because like, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess. She, she somehow, somehow gets, gets that, that off, off and meets Donkey in the forest, and but <laughs> right she knows knows yeah. where Shrek Swamp it's, is. Uh, yeah, it's Maybe it's the scent of love. I don't know. She uh, they, there's the dragons. <laughs> the I, I know nothing about their tr- their tracking. The skills. pheromones, yes, yes the, the pheromones. But 
I don't know. I you know it's I mean uh, as well with it's it's sad to think of how Fiona spent her her days before being rescued, and it's also kind of sad to think of what the dragon was up to before any uh, you know uh, other than like this. The, uh, Trek is kind of an existential nightmare if you. If you if you don't if you suspend your disbelief uh, willfully, <laughs> I mean the whole movie is about characters who are unloved. Yeah, that's true, loving each so, other. So maybe it's an intentional existential nightmare. I don't know. Um, and that's another thing uh, I want to bring this up briefly, Donkey's and then life? we'll talk about the uh, karaoke party, and then we'll wrap up because we're sure. kind of getting a little long. Yeah, we're a little. Yeah. But I a lot of people, and I think this is uh, inspired by the honest trailer again because they were talking about how the message of the movie isn't very good but i think it is a good message i don't think like they're like saying that like oh only ugly people should be together but that's not what i get out of the movie i get that Mm -hmm. everyone should be loved that's i think the message of the film and And i don't don't know i just that that bothered me they were just like oh just because they're both ugly they get together i I just i thought that was a poor reading very poor reading I've never, I've never had that response. And it to does it. the the storybook at the end reads uh, they lived they lived ugly ever after and everything. But I mean, like that's sort of like an empowering. It's like a term of endearment. It's not saying right. that uh, these yeah. ugly yeah. losers they finally got together. Yeah, no, it's yeah, just it's yeah. sort, of, sort of like you know, be loud and proud who you want to be. Yeah, they come to yeah, accept exactly, and I am proud. Yeah, yeah, hmm. I am. Yeah. I hope my horrible ugliness doesn't bother <laughs> Not you. Not at all, boy. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. I do love that the, yeah. he doesn't even question. That he's just like, no, no. Like he's been asked the question before. <laughs> right. Like, do you mind if I sit here? Is as common as that question. Right. Yeah. Do you mind if yeah. I cut in line? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we did one thing besides the fact that we're not together and we have our first guest. We also watched the karaoke party Mm -hmm. this time around. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming we all watched it. Yep. I did. Uh, and did anyone have any thoughts about the karaoke party? Were you watching it after this amount of time? Um, I watched the movie on, on Canadian Netflix and, um. It, so eh? I had like a high a high definition stream. I'm an okay, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I was trying to figure because then I watched the karaoke party on YouTube, and the only like video of it is like really crappy quality. So I was kind of trying to see if the animation was any better. Yeah. Uh, from what I could gather, is it was a little smoother, but I couldn't tell much because again, it was a crappy video on YouTube. No, I mean I noticed that too. I I, I did. It wasn't. Like incredibly, like it, I don't think it was as noticeable as Shrek One to Shrek Two, but you can't. Mm-hmm. It's a little smoother. It's a little more uh, textured. Natural. I think. That, yeah, that too. Yeah, I agree. It's not like an amazing transformation, but it's it's a little one. If you're in animation as you are, Matt, I can see how that would be noticeable. Was mm-hmm. the karaoke dance party originally shown post credits in theaters? It's no, it was only on the video on the, extra. Yeah, it was on the okay home media. Gotcha. Yeah, video gotcha. extra. It's fun. Just the same as sure. uh, the Far Far Away mm, Idol on Shrek yes. 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Also good. Um, yeah, I uh, I mean, my favorite part of the whole dance party is uh, Farquaad's Stan Alive. His, his two bars. I, yeah. Yeah, ah, yeah. Ah, ah, Very ah. Funny. I, you know, I, I realized that a, 
when I first saw that, like, because I used to watch this all the time on VHS, but, like, that was probably the first time I heard most of those songs. <laughs> probably. Like, was the Shrek character singing them. That was the first time I ever heard I Like Big oh. Butts and I Cannot Lie. I know that. That must have been weird, not knowing the context uh, of that. Actually, maybe I didn't hear <laughs> it before, because it would be weird, yeah. It would be weird if I didn't. Well, no, I never... I, 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 I remember, I'm pretty sure that was the first way I heard that song, and, like... Or if I had heard it, like, before that, I still didn't really understand the context of it. I just thought it was, like, a joke. Like, yeah. Because, you know, when you're a kid... Just saying butt is funny. Right. And, like, farts are funny. So it was like, I thought that the joke was like, yeah, I like butts. Like, I, I, when I was a kid, that was the, that was enough. <laughs> I can tell you that's still true because if you watch, if you go to a theater and see the Lego Batman movie trailer, anytime they say butt, I notice that they always giggle, the kids always giggle, no matter what. There you go. Um, the one thing that did bother me, and it's bothered me every time I've seen this, but I've never had a chance to talk about it. It's when they're finishing up the song and they're doing the, uh, you know, everyone yeah. dance to music. And what's the other song in the inner's place? With I that? can't see myself loving um, nobody I, but uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, when they start dancing, Donkey just goes like, Shrek, you ain't dancing. But... Shrek is dancing, dancing just as much, yeah. if not more, than any other character. <laughs> definitely as much as Donkey is. And he, yeah, and yeah, I'm like, more, why would more, he say actually, that? Because Shrek's doing the... Yeah. Right. He's dancing. Yeah, like, everyone is and doing I, the same... Yeah. It's like, cut him some slack, man. Yeah. He just got married. And also, <laughs> Shrek doesn't react to that. Like, he yeah. doesn't even, like, right. look angry or anything. He just <laughs> keeps doing it. Or look at Donkey. Yeah, he... You know, it's you know, what I'm I'm wondering if maybe they all were in the studio <laughs> singing, and like Eddie Murphy was dancing and Mike Myers wasn't. I I can't. That's, yeah. that's, I think no, I think they record them all but... separately. I think they record them all separately. Yeah, so Eddie Eddie so thought like I'm gonna been... make him look like a jerk in this. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then the, yeah. the joke's on him. Right. Now Shrek, you ain't dancing. <laughs> I actually yeah. did notice that when I was watching it. I think, that. like, all he needed to do was just, like, arch his, like, just go, like, yeah, like, angry. Like, that's all he had to yeah. do, like. like yeah, yeah he just, like. Look, but he doesn't. Maybe just two into the song that he's, like, not even paying attention to Donkey. He just assumes it's more Jimmy yeah, Jabber from right. his best friend, but. Yeah. I don't know. I just, that bothers me, and every time I see it, <laughs> that bothers me, so. <laughs> I'm very glad you brought it up. Hey, Pinocchio, watch that nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Felonious, mommy. Felonious, Felonious. Again, I would love I more Felonious. Yeah, Felonious. Hashtag Felonious for Shrek. I'm 5. down. I fully endorse that. <laughs> How about Felonious as the main character of Shrek? I'm down. 5? Yeah, I, I'm also. I mean, he is green. Who's to say? Yeah, who he's knows not if he's even a human? Under Maybe that's the he plot. Could be oh. a troglodyte or something. <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> Yes. Maybe that's the plot. Is Felonius yes. revealed to be Shrek's plot? Yes. Oh, man, that'd be nuts. We cut. Five wreck. We find yeah. Felonius. <laughs> <laughs> we see him wandering the streets because he, he's no longer employed because Farquaad mm. no longer is a person. He is a butcher or a barber or something. He lives his life. He's Everyone, you know, he, he does his job. Woo-hoo-hoo. Like, montage of him living his life. 
He goes back to his house. He like wait like someone's like felonious. He, he waves. Comes home, takes off the thing. He is an ogre. He is an ogre. He is episode Shrek's eight, brother. the last ogre. <laughs> <laughs> DreamWorks. I just looked it up, and it the character's name yeah, is like actually the yeah. felonious. Yeah. Okay, I never. I oh, thought no. it was fa like with an f. Oh, um, what is it? And he's voiced by Christopher F- Knights, who um, is known for voicing the one of the blind mice, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the penguins of Madagascar, the one named Private. Oh, Private, the dumb one. Or no, like, okay, or is he the smart one? Probably the dumb one. He also plays a prison guard in Megamind. Oh, who and could forget? And. It's all. DreamWorks. It's literally yeah. all oh. DreamWorks movies. He must so be. He an, must is be he an like animator? Editor. Or, he's an editor. Okay. So yeah, he's in house. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. There you go. Because they, they usually, That's when they have like small parts like that, they usually get the director, or the screenwriter, or something. Yeah. To like fill it like in. John yeah. Lasseter, as opposed as to just the, hiring Turtle and find or Finding Nemo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that's Andrew like, Stanton actually. Yeah. Andrew Stanton. I thought it was Crush. Lasseter. Nope, that's no, Andrew, Andrew Stanton. Stanton directed oh, that's the, that, never mind. That's fine. I knew it was movies. the director. I, th- I just thought mm-hmm. Lasseter directed Nemo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway. Brad and Brad Bird is um, Edna, right? From The Incredibles. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's it for us. That. that was a good. That was yeah. Good, uh, Ryan P cast. Yeah, I'm really I'm glad honored. we could have you on. I hope to be back, and hopefully hope we'll have you back another time for this... uh, whatever movie. Yeah, something, something. <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah, we'll have you there. A whole lot of something. All right, signing off. All right. Well, I'm so, Will, and I'm Ryan. Thank you so I'm much. I'm Matt. Good night and good trick. So much to do, so much to see, 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 so much to do, so much to see. That back there, that was amazing.